How often have you heard from non-medical social media influencers that the cure for anxiety, the cure for depression is just to go out and exercise all the time? Every time you go online, every time you look at stuff, talk to people, this is one of the most common things that we hear. Well, is this a true thing or not? Stick around and watch with me. My name is Dr. Mirza. I'm a board-certified psychiatrist in adult psychiatry, child adolescent psychiatry, and addiction medicine. answer to the question, does exercise cure depression, anxiety, and other mental health issues is it's complicated. The reason is that a lot of mental health issues are not due to one factor. All of these things are multifactorial and exercise is one of the things. And it's also hard to kind of discern is exercise or inactivity, the lack thereof exercise, is that a cause or is it an effect of the mental health issue that's kind of going on? When we're talking about exercise and kind of assessing how to get better from depression, anxiety, most commonly and other kind of mental health issues, the first thing we have to realize and understand is, is the person or are you in a position to be able to exercise? In mental health, one of the most common things that we hear and see is something called the impossible task, which is essentially the inability to get up and do that first thing. So for some people, when they're talking about being depressed, it's hard to kind of get out of bed. It's hard to get into the shower. It's hard to put on clothes to exercise. So if we can't do steps one and two, how can we do step 10? So in order to get to the point where we can get to exercising or get to other things, we may need other kinds of interventions, such as things like therapy and or medication. There is no doubt when exercise incorporated as part of the treatment plan that it can be extremely helpful for depression, anxiety, and other mental health issues. One of the major reasons that this is, is because of the well-documented link between exercise and improvement in sleep, sleep cycles. And then with that improvement in sleep and sleep cycles, we know that there is a huge impact on mood, anxiety, and mental health as a whole. Things like bipolar disorder thrive on sleep disruptions. Things on like anxiety thrive on sleep disruptions. Depression, one of the main symptoms that we watch out for, disruptions in sleep. So when we're able to regulate that, improve our sleep, get more restful sleep, which is something that happens when we exercise, these things improve. There's other aspects of exercise that are really important, which help us. Things like goals and achievements, these things are extremely helpful for improvements in our mental health. And this is due to the measurables that occur. When we're talking about things like cardio, we're able to measure this, we're able to get a number, we can see improvement over time by practicing. So when we're able to put in the effort, put in the exercise, the practice that goes with it, we see that our numbers improve, which is a sign that something is getting better. When we're doing things like weightlifting, we see this progression in the amount of weight that we're able to lift, which shows us again, something is getting better. And when we're able to get that feedback, directly able to get that feedback, directly able to measure it, track it, whatever it may be, there is a reinforcement that comes with it. And again, that aspect that says, hey, we're getting better, it can improve depression, anxiety, and these mental health systems. It's important also to not hyper-focus either on these things. So we don't want to get into a position where we're focusing too much on it, we're getting stuck on these numbers, and that's all that we're seeing. And it's also important to remember that exercise doesn't always have to be for weight changes. It can just be for an increase in physical activity and the benefits that come from it. And this is one of the other potential dangers is hyperfixation, hyperfocus on losing weight and or gaining weight and the body image concerns that can potentially come. One of the other things that exercise does 
it occupies our time. And occupying our time is one of the most important things that people can do to improve their mental health. It can be a distraction and it can allow us to focus on other things away from negative thoughts as a whole. It can also be an outlet for frustration and anxiety. When I talk to my patients with anxiety, a lot of times they will discuss physical symptoms of the anxiety. Anxiety can show up in their body. So what's the best way to deal with that? Through a physical outlet, to let that body anxiety, that restlessness out in some way, shape or form. Things like punching bags, things like combat sports will allow some of the frustration to hopefully come out as well too. Physical activity and exercise also promotes socialization, getting out of the house, being part of a team, all those things that are pro-social help to again improve our mental health as a whole. The other important thing that comes along with exercise is that it can give us a routine. And for people who struggle with a lot of mental health issues, that lack of a routine or that disruption of a routine is one of the main triggers for having an episode. Aside from the mental benefits, we know that there are physical benefits that come along with exercise as well. An increase in energy, physical energy is better for us mentally as well. Physical health can also improve. We know that if we improve our physical health, such as reducing the risk of things like diabetes, heart disease, stroke, etc., improved physical health leads to better mental health. These things are absolutely connected to each other. And of course, we know that endorphins are released. Endorphins are the feel-good chemicals in the brain. Exercise does this, so it's a way to give us a natural mood booster. There's lots of different recommendations of how somebody gets started and what is the best way to incorporate exercise and or physical activity in our lives. 30 minutes of low to moderate exercise per day is usually more than enough. And low to moderate can be things just as simple as taking a walk. It doesn't have to be joining a gym and weightlifting and doing things like CrossFit. What are some ways to get started? You know, there's always a discussion when we're getting into exercising, do I need to talk to my doctor about this? And that depends, right? Depends on your physical condition, what you're kind of going through. It may be helpful to work with a doctor or a physical trainer to kind of see what your physical capabilities are and what may be a recommendation. Things in exercise that are important are starting very slow, starting at a very base level, and then working yourself up as you get more comfortable, stronger, and everything that comes along with that. There has been some research which has shown that resistance training, weight training is better for mental health and has more impact on depression, anxiety than things like cardio. But the most important thing, the best choice of exercise for you is to choose something that you can do, something you can do consistently and safely, and something that you will do, something that you enjoy, something that you don't feel like you're being dragged or forced to do. For all these reasons, exercise should be something that is part of everybody's treatment plan for any mental health issue and condition. All right, so I hope you guys are enjoying and liking the content. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe, share this stuff. We're looking to keep bringing you guys what you're looking for and what you need.